Information presented on this program and by its guests is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussions and answers to questions do not involve the rendering of personalized investment advice, but are limited to the dissemination of general information and may not be suitable for members of the listening audience. A professional advisor, attorney, or tax professional should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Are you retired or getting close? Welcome to Retirement Lifestyles with Patrick McNally, where it's all about having the health, wealth, and freedom you need to live your dream retirement. Are there challenges on the way? You bet. Inflation, the economy, and the ups and downs of today's markets will try to rob you of your dreams. But take heart and take notes, because what you're about to learn will put you on the winning side of life for the rest of your life. Now, here's the host of Retirement Lifestyles, Patrick McNally. Hello everybody, Patrick McNally here, your favorite financial advisor. want to welcome you to the Retirement Lifestyle Show, where it's all about having the health, wealth, and freedom to live your dream retirement. Now, if you're already retired, you're getting close, this is the show for you. I know you've been sacrificing, you've been saving, you've been putting money away in those retirement accounts like your IRAs and your 401ks. Well, I'm here to talk about those. I'm here to talk about your money. I want to teach you about all of the six key core areas of financial planning. Number one, things like risk management, cash management, investment concepts, retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning. And what I do each month is I rotate these topics. And what you're going to find is that over time, you're going to be able to build an amazing plan for your retirement. One of the most important things that you're going to learn is how to create an income stream in retirement that's safe, predictable, that can even increase every year no matter what that market does. And that's going to give you the peace of mind that you're looking for. And what better kind of income is there than tax-free income? I want to teach you how to achieve tax freedom in retirement so that you're not worrying about Uncle Sam, you know, driving up taxes and driving up all the, you know, changing all the rules and coming after your retirement plans. Look, most people would agree that taxes have only one way to go in the future. They would say it's going to go up. And I agree with that. So we're going to learn how to control that taxation. And I think that's a key thing for retirees. So here's the deal. I'm the owner of Retirement Lifestyles Advisors. We're an independent registered investment advisory firm specializing in retirement income strategies. And we specialize for people who are currently retired or are getting close. And for over 22 years now, I've helped people just like you plan for their amazing retirement. And heck, I've been talking about it on the radio now for almost 12. What I found is this, most people worry in retirement. They worry about their paycheck, their income, inflation, recession, the market, taxes, healthcare, all of those things. So if you're feeling that way, if you're feeling concerned, you need to know that it's completely normal. You are not the only one out there feeling that way. 99 out of 100 people I talk to, they feel the same way. I want to say this to you though. We can teach you how to control those fears. In fact, we can teach you how to eliminate them altogether. And the best way to do it is with a plan, a plan to follow. So I'm going to help you build that plan, guide you through this giant maze. But you need to remember that retirement planning isn't just a one-time thing. You got to review that plan every single year. You need to update it sometimes. You might need to do a brand new one. It all depends on your current and your long-term goals. All right, so here we go. We are rolling right along in the old month of April here. 
And the topic of this month is retirement planning and especially what are the steps you need to be taking to be prepared for that big day. And on today's show, I'm going to be talking about how to have the right mindset in retirement. Now, after meeting with thousands of people over these years discussing retirement, most people, like I said before, they've got the same concerns. And one of the big ones is being prepared mentally for such a big life change. Then we're going to be heading into our mailbag segment, and then I'll be heading into the IRA frequently asked questions. Finally, I'll wrap up the show with some action items you can be doing. Now, if you haven't ordered your free copy of my book, Retirement Planning 101, here's the website, patrickmcnally.com. After the show or during one of the breaks, visit that site, get your free copy. And while you're there, you can even schedule a 30-minute strategy call with me personally, and I'd be happy to answer any of those retirement planning questions that you have. So we got a loaded show for you today, and what I want you to do next is refill your coffee, grab your pen and notepad, and I'll be back in one minute. Don't touch that dial. Patrick will be right back. Hey guys, pardon the quick interruption. I'll get back to the show in just a minute. But I want to give you the opportunity to get a free copy of my book, Retirement Planning 101, A Simple Guide to Navigating Retirement. It's eight chapters packed with tips and strategies on how to prepare for an awesome retirement. I go through investments, estate planning, social security, and more. Simply visit patrickmcnally.com and request a copy. That website again is patrickmcnally.com. Throughout the book, I'm going to explain the importance of planning ahead and focusing on income strategies that are going to set you up for success and lead you to a retirement lifestyle of abundance. I'll also be teaching you about the Retirement Lifestyles Income Plan, my custom financial planning process and investment strategy with the objective of providing inflation-adjusted income for life. This book is packed with all kinds of strategies, and you can get your free copy right now at patrickmcnally.com. Welcome back to Retirement Lifestyles. Hey guys, welcome to the show. And today we are talking about retirement mindsets. If you're just joining us, um, we're going to be walking through, you know, some of the different things that go through people's minds when they initially retire. And there could be a whole barrage of emotions when you retire. And a couple of these I'm going to be taking from my uh, my report, the 10-step program for retirement success. Uh, I'm taking two or three. I'm going to look at my notes here. About two or three of these I'm going to take from that report alone uh, that I walk through. And if you want a copy of that, just visit patrickmcnally.com. That's patrickmcnally.com. And uh, you'll find it there. It's free download. You'll get all the 10 steps. But Getting into these mindsets, you guys, it can be, uh, <laughs> I've been doing this for a long time and in and, and speaking to literally thousands of people about their retirement, heading into retirement, the emotions are all over the map. Do you feel some anxiety? Do you feel excited? You know, if you're starting to, if you're getting ready for this, ask yourself this question right now. How are you feeling about heading into retirement. It's kind of like, wow, I, I blinked and it's there. I've heard that one before. 
Um, I do that right now with my kids who are teenagers. I got one that's graduating. I'm like, wait a minute, you're graduating high school? Didn't I just drop you off for second grade like a couple of months ago? No, I blinked and like 12 years went by just like that. Crazy. I'm going to blink again and guess what? I'll be retiring looking at that, you know, that light at the end of the tunnel. It goes by super quick. You've been working for a company for 30, 35, 40 years, whatever, fill in the blank. And it's like, okay, we made it. Now what? You know, so that's kind of what this focus today is is on. Obviously, I'll be getting a few um, things in here about the finances that obviously that's what this is about. But also the emotional side has to tie into it. Are you mentally prepared to make that change? Because it can be a big one. It especially can be a big one because for most people, our identities can be wrapped up in the work that we do. If you've worked for the same, especially if you work for the same company, I think the stat today is people work for like five different companies throughout their careers. I think that's been around for a while. It might be more than that. But in this actually area, so I'm up in Northern California, depending on where you're listening to this, in Northern California, a lot of our clients, they worked for the same company for 35, 40 years. You know, they devoted their life, you know, pretty much to that company, over half their life to that company. And so that's why it's not uncommon for, you know, our mindsets and our, you know, emotions to be really tied to a company. When we leave, we feel like we um, are leaving a part of our lives behind because our identities are with that company. So really taking a little bit of time to sit down and, and do some reflection on what it's going to look like once you get to retirement, I think can be a really healthy thing. You know, what is your vision for retirement? And that's one of the things that I'm, I'm going to pull out of my 10-step program here. That's one of them. Establishing your retirement vision. So much advice that people get is really is really based on other people's view of success. You flip on the TV and you're going to get like, you know, the latest version of Success Magazine or, or Kiplinger's or something like that. And, and a lot of times people go, oh, yeah, that's what I want. But, but are you? Is that really what you want? Mm, I'm not sure. You know, I, like I said, I speak to a whole lot of people, talk about their dreams and their goals and their visions and what they want to achieve those dreams. And a lot of people, they're kind of like, well, you know, the news told me I need to wait till I'm 70 to take Social Security. Or, you know, it's kind of it's kind of based on what they hear or read instead of kind of taking some time and going, what is it that I want? What are my personal circumstances? You know, I often tell people, just kind of forget about what you're told you should be doing, you know, where you should retire, when you should retire by somebody else. Think about what it is that you want to do. You know, do you want to completely retire and sit on a beach or play golf? Cool. Go for it. Do you want to eat out five days a week? Awesome. Do it. You know, what does that look like for you? It's going to be different for everybody. So I always want to caution people when you're reading something or you're watching it on TV, um, you know, where you're getting that kind of information. It's good to get ideas that way. In fact, I do it myself. I love watching YouTube, you know, about travel and, and golf tips and all that kind of stuff. So you can get some ideas from that, but then you take a step back and go, what is it that really makes me happy? You know, I love being on the beach. Um, I could be on a beach all the time. 
you know, so whenever my wife and I talk about a trip, it's like, okay, where are we going? What beach? And she's like, well, what if we went to something that had like museums and we're go, go, go? I'm like, oh, oh yeah, okay. Because that's important to her. She wants to go see history, you know. She loves to be on the beach, don't get me wrong, but for me, I'm like, I want to put on a bathing suit and I could just grab a book and lay out for 24-7. But she needs to go do stuff and learn about history. And so that's that kind of dynamic that we work through. And, and what does that look like for you guys? What is your vision for an ideal retirement? Are you going to completely retire? Like, is that it? You worked for 35 years and then boom, you're done. So you're going to, so you got to think about that. Are you going to be going from a, a two day a week weekend to a seven day weekend? For some people that freaks them out. They're like, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Some people are like, I love it. I'm going to sleep in. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to throw the alarm clock out the window and they can be super happy. Some people do a little bit of both. They kind of try it. They're like, yeah, I did that for two weeks, and I got super bored, and then I had to go figure out something to do. So there's a little bit of planning involved here. What what does that look like? Maybe you do take the first month or two and just like do absolutely nothing, kind of let it settle in that, yeah, I'm completely retired. I don't need to go to work 50 hours a week, you know, 9 to 5, do the grind. You know, I can sleep in a little bit, do whatever I want. But for some people, that's going to drive them nuts. They need to be doing something. So for those people, you may want to consider like a phasing into retirement where you don't just completely shut off the valve and you're done. You're out, you know. Bye-bye, HR. I'm out of here. No, you may not want to do that. You may want to go talk to HR and say, hey, is there a way, you know, call it whatever you want, consulting, part-time work, is there a way that you can continue either doing your same job or something different within the company, but on a part-time level? Maybe you're going to do it 10 hours a week, whatever that looks like. I don't know. You, you do the hours. Something that's flexible, something that allows you to go, hey, you know what? Um, we're going to take a vacation next month. We're going to be gone for two weeks. And the company's like, do whatever. You're fine. You know, Something that you can control your, your time better if you can do that at your current job, that might be a bonus because I, I do often hear from a lot of people. They're like, I love my job. I love my coworkers. You know, I'm just kind of tired and I'm, I'm done with that aspect. But it, it would be fun to be able to kind of check in and you still kind of feel like you're part of that community. You know what I'm talking about? So maybe it's worth, you know, exploring some ideas with uh, with your job, with your boss, with your HR, whatever that looks like, and say, hey, is there an opportunity for me to kind of phase into my retirement and not just completely quit? The planning piece of that kind of comes with Social Security. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this in when you're considering, you know, what age to retire and what age to take Social Security. If you're gonna do this earlier in life, like 62, you know, you do want to think about. You know, is there is there a chance that you may go back to work part time because you do get bored? You have to remember that if you flip on your Social Security, that you'll be penalized for any excess earnings above and beyond a certain point. And I'm just you know, it changes each and every year. It's about it's about twenty grand. It's a little less than that. So that's what you can earn on an annual basis before your Social Security benefits start being penalized a little bit because you took them early. Now, once you get to full retirement age, you know, say sixty seven. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about um, any penalties for, for, you can work as much or as little as you want. 
and, and make as much or as little as you want, and it's not going to penalize you. But it's just that gap period from like 62 to your full retirement age where you need to consider that. And I know some people have been a little bit in the you-know-what when they, they think, oh, I'm just going to completely retire, be done, turn on my social, and relax. And then they're a year into it, and they're like, I am bored out of my mind. I'm going to get part-time work. And then they go get their taxes done, and they're like, why did I get penalized? Well, you made too much money at your part-time job, so something to consider there. So that's called phasing into retirement. Also consider doing something what I call front-loading your retirement. And I do this planning with a number of our clients where we we run our numbers, we we do all the income planning and and all of that stuff. You've heard me refer to it as the X-ray of your finances, the RLA X-ray, where we really dig down deep and 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 do a, a you know a full retirement plan, project that thing out to your 100 years old, but take a step back and go, okay, realistically, when are you going to be spending the money? It's going to be at the first part of your retirement age. You know, if you're 65 right now, you know, based on age averages you can expect to be retired for about 20 to 25, maybe even 30 years. You know, that average age, 86 to 88, when people pass away. But, you know, we've still got those, we've still got, you know, clients who are well into their 90s. So factoring in age of, you know, what what actual ages you're going to have a chance to really do the things you want to do, I just really believe that for most people, from what I've seen, again, after 22 years of doing this, from what I've seen, happens in the earlier years, like age 65 to 75. And I mean, you could take that to 80. But really that 10 to 15 years is where most people in retirement, that's the age where you get stuff done. I've just seen people right about age 75 to 80, right in that ballpark. I've seen this with my my own father. You know, once you kind of reach that certain age, things kind of slow down. You, maybe you're not traveling as much, or maybe the travel you're doing isn't as uh, involved with you know going upstairs and doing a whole lot of hiking or doing things like that. Maybe it's a little bit different. So with some of our clients, we've done what we call front-loading, where if you know that's what you're going to do in the first 10 or 15 years, maybe that's where you're going to spend a little bit more money. So you tend to spend a little more aggressively in the first 10 to 15 years of your income plan, and then tapering back on, on how much you spend in those later years, and then looking what that does to your income and savings over a full retirement time frame. Hopefully that makes sense. So that's called front-loading your retirement. And and so this, again, it kind of just goes into like, what are you, what are your current circumstances? How are you feeling? Are you feeling anxiety, excited? Probably all of the above. Um, we've been told by lots of people that's how they feel. They're like, oh, I'm really excited, but at the same time, do, do, do we have enough? Do we? Very normal to be feeling that way. And um, so that's what I would tell you is that, uh, again, it's very, very normal. I wanted to go back to my 10-step program here. And one of the, the next steps I would tell people is continuing to stay healthy and active. Um, again, that is another mindset that you have to, for a lot of people, it's kind of, kind of hard to do. I mean, I, I've, I've been working out for years and still get up every morning and, and my body says, you sure you want to do this? Wouldn't you just go rather sit down with a cup of coffee and put your feet up? And, and sometimes my brain's like, yes, that's exactly what I want to do. But sometimes I have to fight it, trick myself and make myself go work out because of the long game, which is the health and the activity 
And honestly, it's been proven that retirees who remain active physically as well as mentally live longer, more enjoyable retirements. It's been proven. Um, so, you know, get a couple friends on board. Go go tell them that you're joining a gym or, you know, you guys want to do something as a group and, and, uh, and stay healthy and active. And then I would say this as well. Then once you kind of have this, this outlook on what you're going to be doing, relax and enjoy it. That's what it's all about, after all. You want to relax and, and enjoy retirement. Now, an interesting thing that, that a company called Dalbar and Associates put out was what they call investor psychology. And some of these mental behaviors that most investors have that can lead to either good decisions or bad decisions, you know, based on personal experiences and everybody's unique personality and kind of going through some of these numbers. I wanted to kind of briefly go through these these nine different uh, distinct behaviors that, that people have to kind of give you a little bit of an idea of what to expect as you start going into from an investment standpoint. Number one is loss aversion. And basically what that means is you're expecting to find high returns with low risk. Yeah, guys, that's not going to happen. That's kind of the, the cake and eat it too kind of a thing. You need to invest based on your goals. You may um, be needing to uh, be going after some returns because you're needing to catch up. Maybe you need to you know, get more income, so you're going to invest a little bit differently. But being you know, averted to loss and expecting to you know, earn 20% without any risk, that's, that's not going to happen. There's something called narrow framing, which is making decisions without considering all implications. This is where an advisor can come into play. Um, narrow framing a lot of times would be like, hey, my neighbor said to do this and my brother-in-law said to do that. You know, that's based on what they want to do. I'm going to toot my own horn here, but as an advisor, our role is to give you the pros and cons of your decisions that you're thinking about making, giving you the information so that you're armed to make the best decision for yourself. Uh, Number three here, mental accounting, taking undue risk in one area and avoiding rational risk in another. So again, it kind of goes back to what kind of risks are you taking and having somebody, maybe a third party, doesn't have to be an advisor, but maybe your CPA or some third party that can take a look at your situation and go, hmm, have you considered this? And then the next one is diversification, which is obviously seeking to reduce risk by simply using all kinds of different sources of investments. Doing this on your own, a lot of people I see get in trouble because they maybe think that they can go own five or ten different mutual funds and they're actually diversified. But But what they've actually ended up doing is owning the same stocks, same companies, and each of the different funds. So understanding what it is you own and why is a, a real big thing that, that comes down to based on your emotions and how you look at an investment, making sure that you are actually diversified in the way that you need to be. That's how true diversification should work. The next one is something that's called herding. Herding with an H, like herding cattle. Um, herding is when you copy the behavior of other people, even in the face of you know bad outcomes. We, we see this a lot when the markets are going down. Um, oftentimes you, you ask people like, have you ever heard of the golden rule of investing? They'll say, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, buy low, sell high. It's like, well, what did you do in 2007, 2008 when your 401k started going down? They're like, oh, you know, maybe you were the one that, that, that wrote it out and you ended up being just fine. But a lot of people we spoke to back then, they got out and some at the, the worst possible time at the bottom 
and a lot of that has to do with this this concept of herding, which is kind of following the crowd, doing what everybody else is doing, or I kind of joke always like, my, my neighbor got out, well, now my brother-in-law got out, okay, now I'm going to get out. And then you start to see this curve start to come back, and the market starts to make its way back up, and it's like, well, my neighbor got back in, mm, my brother-in-law got back in, now I'm going to get back in. So you kind of see how you're doing the opposite of the golden rule of investing. So again, not to kind of pat advisors on the back because you know they're humans too, but it can be a good way to help deal with a lot of that emotional roller coaster, a lot of that psychology that goes with the markets because it's a big deal. At the end of the day, it's your money. This is your life savings that we're talking about. And whether or not we like it, we know that we are emotionally tied to our money. And so you want to make the best decisions that you can. And sometimes you just got to take a step back and go, I need another opinion on this to make sure I'm seeing what I'm seeing so I don't just dive in and follow the crowd and, uh, you know, hopefully not go off the cliff. (sighs) Okay, so the next one is what's called regret. And that's basically treating an error or a mistake um, of commission that's more more serious than errors of omission. So, So treating an error, you know, that you committed and, and kind of thinking, you know, sitting in this, you know, stewing in this pot of regret that, oh my God, I shouldn't have done that. Uh, it's going to come back and haunt me. And again, you know, having somebody you can, you can bounce that off of. The next one is media response tendencies to react to the news without any kind of reasonable examination. You got to remember that the news, if it bleeds, it leads. They got to get eyeballs on their show on their newspaper, on their magazine article, on their Facebook post, on whatever it is that you're finding your news. It's usually bad news because for some reason, bad news always gets our eyeballs glued to it and we can't help ourselves. Well, if you're going to continue to read that stuff, just make sure that you don't necessarily make investment decisions based on it. And the next one is what's called optimism. You know, believing that good things happen to me and and bad things happen to other people. Well, Uh, okay, you you know, you can believe that, but not necessarily always true. And again, that goes to our mental, our psychology side that, you know, we can, we can tend to ignore the bad things because nothing bad ever happens to me. Yeah, until it does. And then the last one's what's called anchoring. And this is, you know, relating to the the familiar experiences, even when appropriate, you're anchoring, anchoring yourself to something that you know, but might not be the best thing for your current situation. Okay, guys, that was my, you know, my mindsets, you know, how you're feeling, all those things. If you've got questions about that or want any help working through that, would love to chat with you. Visit patrickmcnally.com, reserve a phone call with me. Uh, When I come back, I'll be heading into my mailbag and my IRA FAQs. So bear with me for just a minute. I'll be right back. You're listening to Retirement Lifestyles with Patrick McNally. You've heard me say it's all about having the health, wealth, and freedoms you need to live your dream retirement. When it comes to the health side, I want to tell you about my family's personal chiropractor, Dr. Todd Royce, owner of Chiropractic First. Not only does he adjust us and get us back to our active lives, he teaches us about ongoing nutrition and living healthier. If you have any pain or stiffness in your back or neck, I want you to call Chiropractic First today at 243-0889. Mention Patrick for a free consultation. You don't need to live with pain or discomfort anymore. Call Dr. Todd at 243-0889 or visit online at chirofirst.net. 
Did you know that when I'm not here doing the show, I run Retirement Lifestyles Advisors, an independent registered investment advisory firm specializing in retirement income planning and managing investments for people who are currently retired or are getting close. I've been in financial services for over 22 years now and hosted this show for over 10. With a little bit of good planning, you can have peace of mind and a great retirement, and I'd love to help. If you would like to get more information or to learn about how you can work with us, visit patrickmcnally.com. That's patrickmcnally.com. Are you worried about the current U.S. economy, inflation, the pandemic? Then it's time to schedule a free retirement checkup call with Patrick. The world is changing every day, and your life savings is too important to be at risk. If you want to feel confident and secure in retirement, then simply visit TalkToPatrick.com and reserve a free checkup call on his calendar. Remember the website, TalkToPatrick.com. Don't wait. This is too important. TalkToPatrick.com. The number one cause of bankruptcy in retirement is healthcare-related costs. So fitness needs to be a part of your financial planning. Check out my gym, Strong City Strength and Conditioning, right down on Victor Avenue. They have a new group class called Longevity on Tuesdays and Thursdays designed for people age 55 and better. If you want to have fun and get fit, then visit StrongCitySTRENGTHANDCONDITIONING.COM. That's StrongCitySTRENGTHANDCONDITIONING.COM. Mention the show and get your first week for free. Welcome back to Retirement Lifestyles. Okay, guys, welcome back to the show. If you're just joining me, this is Retirement Lifestyles. I'm your host, Patrick McNally, also the owner of Retirement Lifestyles Advisory Group, an investment advisory firm up in Northern California. We specialize in investment planning, investment management, and income planning for our clients. Retirees is what we specialize in, so thanks for joining us. If you missed any of the show, would invite you to check out patrickmcnally.com. Up in the right-hand corner, you can click on the radio tab, podcast tab, and um, pick this show up as long as our last, uh, we've got over 100 on there, so if you want to look at some of the past shows. But we are headed into our mailbag segment, which is the segment I really have a lot of fun with, and I take questions um, I've even taken questions from you, our listening audience. I get emails um, a couple times a month with some specific questions. But a lot of times I love to, when I'm on Facebook, I'm a part of a number of retiree groups, and I love to get some of the the comments and questions from them and uh, and banter back and forth. Uh, I've been a part of those groups for years now, and and uh, it's just a great community of people. If you're on Facebook, would t- would would highly recommend finding some of these groups and um, and being a part of the conversation and having a little bit of fun. But I've got two um, in my mailbag segment today, and then I'm also going to go into an IRA FAQ. I got one question about Roth IRA conversions. They kind of sprang up recently, and I wanted to cover it on the show. And then, actually, the last minute, I wanted to, because I thought it fits so well with kind of the mental, you know, if you listen to the last segment, we are talking about being prepared mentally for retirement. And a piece of that, I mentioned, I didn't go into a whole lot of detail, but I did mention about the importance of having some type of a health care program, not only mentally, but physically taking care of your health. And there's, you know, been numerous studies done that show that, that retirees who maintain their health, 
you know, physically, it also leads to more mental stability and health and just, you know, adds to the longevity of your retirement. So if you've heard me talk about David Simmons and Strong City Strength and Conditioning right here in Redding, California, and uh, I'm a member of the gym, but they also have, uh, they have a general membership, but they also have a class called Longevity, and I just thought it would fit in. So I'm going to do an interview with him um, at the, the tail end of this segment. So make sure you you stay tuned for that one as well. And let's launch into our mailbag here. The first uh, uh, comment that I want to talk about, it says this, eight months into retirement, one regular occurrence is people ask, how is retirement? Usually I'm almost at a loss for words because I blurt out something like, fantastic. When someone asks, it makes me stop and consider for a split second. And I think the huge smile on my face says more than my words. I am beyond grateful to now be retired and to call each day my own. I just thought that was a really great comment. And it goes to the whole mindset talk that is that is basically the core of this show today is what kind of a mindset do you think this kind of guy has? He's super happy in retirement. He's he's thankful, he says. He's beyond grateful to now be retired and call each day his own. To me, this is a this is a, a guy who is happy and and is looking forward to, you know, the back nine of his life. Sometimes we joke about for you golfers out there, you'll get it. Um, but it, you know, he, he has that positive outlook on retirement. So many people um, that I meet oftentimes just don't have that kind of an outlook. They're very anxious about retirement. They're worried. Usually it comes down to the financial side of retirement. And obviously what I love to do is work with people like that to get them to this kind of a mindset where they don't have to worry about the money side. They can have the peace of mind, which really at the end of the day, if I was to kind of boil down what, you know, in my experience, most people tell me that they're looking for in retirement, it is peace of mind. And peace of mind can come in a whole lot of ways. Now, I'm obviously coming at it from the perspective of investments and the income planning side, so that the last thing you got to worry about is the money in retirement, because that is a huge piece. But, you know, just when people, you know, like he said, he's been he's been retired now for eight months, and people still ask him, he's like, fantastic, I'm loving retirement. I'm going to read a couple of comments that he had on that post and kind of walk through these as well. One says, unless your job or career is your identity, or you live to work instead of working to live, your disposition seems normal and natural to me. So I guess I think what this guy's saying right here is basically, you know, he feels like if your identity is all tied up into work, so all that you know is work, 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 a lot of times you're going to get to retirement and just feel like, oh my gosh, I can't enjoy myself. I can't slow down. I can't retire and not worry about something. I'm thinking about having to get something done or, you know, I talked about that a little bit in that last segment about how a lot of times your identity, it's, it's very, it happens all the time. Very natural, I think, especially if you work for a company, you know, for 20 or 30 years, your identity becomes wrapped up in what you do. So when you just stop doing that after 30 years, it can be kind of a jolt to the system. It can be like a you know, you can hear the screeching brakes and like, wow, what, what just happened? And so you can get wrapped up into that. But, but again, he's talking about, you know, if you, if you work just to, to live, you know, maybe that's kind of the perspective that a lot of people need to take, that, that your life is the number one priority. Work just helps you do the things that you want to do. That's what I get from it. 
Next comment says, both my husband and I are different people since we've retired. We worked hard to get to this point. The independence is so refreshing to us both. Each morning he asks, what are your plans for today? To which I reply, I'll try to make a difference somewhere and then I'll probably take a nap. Peace to all. <laughs> I read that, got a nice little chuckle there at the end. Um, I mean, it's a great way to just wake up every morning. Like, I'm going to try to make the world a better place and then probably take a nap this afternoon. That is awesome. Um, so I thought that was just a really cool, cool comment. Again, more of that positive outlook mentally on retirement and, uh, and just saying, okay, what can, what can I do today? I've got plenty of time in my schedule to somehow make this a better place, maybe for somebody else. What does that look like? Okay. I got one more here and then uh, we'll move on to our next post, but one more comment here says three years for me. So they've been, they've been retired for three years, living our best life traveling, golfing, catching up with old friends. Boom, man, that is, that is to me, I related to this one, which is obviously why I'm biased and I put it in. Because you got to remember that when you do these comments on Facebook, there could be hundreds of comments, and I read them all and, and kind of pick out two or three that I like. This one just kind of spoke to me because I'm kind of foreshadowing what I think maybe my own retirement's going to look like, you know, in 20 years. Living the best life, traveling, golfing, catching up with old friends. To me, that is just, that is heaven and bliss. And I, I want to try to do that while I'm, I'm, I'm still working at the same time and, you know, and not have to wait till you get to retirement to do those things. But, but I just thought that's just a great outlook on life. So staying positive, that's a big deal. Okay, so my next mailbag piece here is kind of a long, a long one, but I, it really stood out to me talking about financial advisors. And not in a good way, to be honest with you. So I'm going to kind of throw myself under the bus, if you will, and other advisors based on these comments, but then I want to talk about it. And uh, it says here, crazy post here. So I met with a financial advisor for the first time. I retired a year ago at 56, but haven't touched any money. Now, hubby is planning to retire next April at 59 and a half. So I take all my needs and wants to this advisor who plugs them into a computer Results are, hubby needs to continue working four more years, no wants allowed, I shouldn't have retired, and when we die or I die at 94 with over $400,000 left in the account. What? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I can't have everything I want, and I leave the kids 400 G? I want to die with zero. Kids are fine and will inherit both houses we own. Anyone understand this? And then there was an edit to the post, and she said, Also, ups, uh, the advisor's upset at me, or us, planning to get Social Security at 62 when the computer suggests 67. What does my 401k calculations have to do with my Social Security pay? I see it as more money now at 62 than waiting to 67. The advisor says it affected the outcome, not getting the connection. So there, I know there's a lot in here, but talking about the planning that this advisor is doing using, in my opinion, probably just some basic retirement planning calculations, which are telling this person that, hey, you know, no, your husband can't retire in four years. You shouldn't have retired. 
and you know based on your you know taking social security you need to wait to me that's a whole lot of negatives with planning now that may be the case maybe those numbers are sound i didn't do this planning but it also says that they're going to they're going to end their lives with $400,000 that they're like why couldn't we have used that money to have fun with maybe retired when we wanted to and so to me if you're out there considering working with somebody, you need to understand their philosophy on investing, where they're getting their numbers from, and you also need to get the pros and cons from an advisor. It sounds like this lady just got kind of the cons and was basically like scolded and said, no, you can't retire. Um, I don't agree with that from an advisor standpoint. And to me, it just kind of depends on who you're going to work with that you're going to get that kind of response. But if that is the kind of response that you get, go see another advisor. Get a different opinion. I often tell people when they come in to see me, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm glad you want to come in here and work with us, but I think you need to get the opinion of another advisor because, you know, you may want, you may not connect with me also on a personal level, not only on the planning that we do, but you got to, you know, like your advisor and like the advice. You don't want it to be a strenuous relationship, but also understanding where the numbers are coming from. Um, one of the... Uh, one of the comments on this one said, dying with zero means you spend the last decade of your life in complete fear that you will run out of money. Because I thought that was interesting because a lot of these comments were going back and forth based on what she said there. Like, I don't want to leave the kids anything. I want to die with nothing in my account. And we do hear that comment from time to time. Not a lot, but we do hear that comment from time to time where people are like, I want to spend it down to my last dollar. It's like, okay, we can kind of show you those numbers. But that comment is exactly right. Um, because I've heard it, but also a number of comments based on that saying, yeah, that that's what my parents did. They, they spent down to the point where they were like, uh, now we're freaking out that we're living longer than we expected and maybe didn't plan correctly. So there's got to be a balance. And I think at the end of the day, that's what this comes to is no, you don't have to leave all of your money to your kids, but guess what? For most people, there's going to be something left behind. So trying to plan to where you're 89 years old and you have no money left, I think that's silly and kind of foolish in my opinion and probably not the best thing to do. So definitely planning for the years that you need to have that money and that, you know, to make sure that you can do the things that you want to do. Um, I'm actually going to go right into, I'm not going to do my IRA FAQ today. We're running out of time and I spent a little more on that than, uh, than I anticipated, which is fine. Um, I want to go ahead and launch into my interview with Mr. David Simmons from Strong City Strength and Conditioning. So I'm going to bring him on right now. Yeah, welcome, Mr. Simmons. Thank you. And hey, so tell us about, you know, you, you've been on the show for a long time, but one of the most popular classes uh, at Strong City Strength is your longevity class. So like, tell me about this class. Like, how did this thing start? What was the whole idea, uh, you know, around coming up with this thing? Yeah, you bet. The longevity class is a class that is designed for 65 and over individuals. Uh, this class started, we've, we had a few people that maybe our regular classes were a little bit different um, goal-oriented than they were looking for. And in that um, age bracket, we're looking for some different goals in life and just at a different place in life. And I really saw a need just in the fitness world in general, not just in our gym, but in the world, a real need for um, some health and strength and just how to, we call it longevity because how are we going to stay healthy and active and fit into our later years? And so that's where the need came from. And um, we started with just a few. And since then, over the last year and a half or so, it's grown to uh, 
to quite a good class and good number of people. So when when we talk about you know strong city, we we talk in terms of group classes. Obviously, people have a choice of where they can go to different gyms throughout the city. But obviously, my personal you know favorite is a group class. That's why I'm a member at Strong City as well. But what is kind of you talk to the members of the longevity class? Do they really like that that group setting versus doing something say on their own? Is that kind of maybe one of the reasons that they came to see you in the first place? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, some of them in the beginning were friends previously before coming to the class, but now with adding to that class, um, I think they love the community part of it. I mean, all of us, regardless of age, like let's be honest, how many of us walk into a gym and want to make our own program or just show up and have the, uh, we're disciplined enough to encourage ourselves to show up every day uh, on our own. And so having that group setting just allows that but also, I think they, they love it because half of those people now, especially some of our ladies after class, are going to lunch together and just finding time to um, even play pickleball. Uh, I guess it's the fastest. I just read this uh, on an airplane last week. The fastest and lar- fastest growing and largest sport in the world right now. Um, so even some of them have taken up pickleball now since joining this class and go out to Shasta Lake City and play. So, yeah, really just creating that community and around fitness and reaching the same goals. And most of them are all at the same place in life. And so those goals are, uh, you know, just getting fitter and getting better at that that stage of life. So You mentioned one thing there that I think is kind of interesting. So pickleball, let's go back to that for a second. And I'm just going to use that as an example, as maybe one reason that, that people would want to continue to stay fit in retirement, obviously, is to be able to do the things that they've been wanting to do and maybe haven't had the time. Don't you think, so when, when we talk about the different exercises and the things that you do in class, that obviously spills over into everyday life, like for somebody who might want to do pickleball, right? Can you explain some of the different exercises that you guys do? Yeah, for sure. Um, this year, we made two goals for this class. Uh, one of them was to improve our balance. Uh, I like to call it midline stability. Some people just say balance, however you want to look at that. But uh, our first goal was to improve our balance and our stability. Our second goal was to get stronger and better at getting up and down off of the floor. So we've created a bunch of exercises. Um, I think routine is kind of boring routine is the enemy. So we want to change it up all the time. So we've done lots of things to just improve uh, that midline strength and midline stability, um, which like speaking of pickleball or golf, I know you're into golf. Um, Lots of our friends are into golf. Unfortunately, I'm terrible at that sport, but... (laughs) Um, but I enjoy to go play. But all those things where anytime we're doing rotational stuff like that, um, the stronger our core is, the stronger our midline is, um, it's going to help with anything rotational like that. And that may just be picking up your grandkid and swinging them around without throwing your back out, you know, or something as simple as that in life. Or it could be sport oriented. Um, either way, a lot of those uh, exercises are the same. But we do we do a lot of very low skill but high reward or high return on your investment exercises. Uh, At that age, I'm not trying to teach people something very sport specific. For instance, we don't use barbells. We don't do Olympic lifting, anything like that. We do lots of odd objects because that's what you're going to encounter in life anyways. We do lots of sled work for our conditioning. And then we even use bands and do lots of things where we're doing a lot of rotational stuff, but in a slow controlled, low intensity uh, exercise, and then for some conditioning, maybe do a little bit of higher intensity one one or two days a week. 
That's awesome. Hey, when so this class is weekly. What days of the week do you guys do your classes on, and, and what time do they start? Uh, the longevity class is every Tuesday and Thursday at 11 a.m. We start sharply at 11. We always start with um, just some stretching and mobility, and then we have some type of strength part uh, every day, and then a little bit of conditioning at the end and maybe end with some more mobility. But class runs roughly an hour, uh, sometimes rather just a little before, but uh, 11 a.m. Tuesdays and Thursdays is that class. And if people want some more information, do you have a, you got a website you can give us and a phone number? We do. The website is uh, strongcitystrengthandconditioning.com, all spelt out. Uh, and then the phone number is area code 530-510-3049, and that's my own personal number, and um, I'd be the one they'll, they'll get when they call that. And then the magic question, David, is there any kind of specials or anything? Maybe somebody listened to the show, they heard you, and they want to maybe try a class. Is there anything that you can offer out to, uh, to help encourage them to try out the longevity class? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you heard it on here, when you call, or um, you can email me also at david at strongcitystrengthandconditioning.com. Uh, but for all of Patrick's listeners, uh, we'll give you one week for free to come try it. That'd be two classes, two sessions. Um, which should give you a great idea of what the whole program is like um, and answer all the questions you have at that time. And then when people decide to sign up after that free week, um, we'll also give you 10% off the first three months, first 90 days. Good stuff. Guys, what are you waiting for? It is time to get fit. You've heard me say it all the time. It's all about having the health, wealth, and freedom to live your dream retirement. This is the way to get healthy. Like David said, this is going to keep you into those longevity years, playing with those grandkids, doing the things that you want to do in retirement. So I can firsthand tell you with the experience I've had, top-notch coaches, great people, and just a lot of fun and getting fit at the same time. David, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you, Patrick. Okay, guys, so that's going to wrap up this segment. When I come back, I'm going to give you some action items, some things you can be doing, a wrap-up segment of the show. So, again, if you're just now tuning in, you're going to get a snapshot of what we've been talking about for the last hour. So don't go anywhere. I'll be back in two minutes. Don't touch that dial. Patrick will be right back. Hey guys, Dr. Todd Royce from Chiropractic First in downtown Reading. It blows my mind how many people live in pain, but they don't have to. How many people put up with headaches and back pain and can't play golf or pick up their kids or grandkids? We often have permanent solutions to pain where people didn't think it was even possible. Come check us out at our downtown Reading office or call our office at 243-0889 or visit us on the web at chirofirstreading.com. Welcome back to Retirement Lifestyles. Okay, guys, we made it. We are in the final segment of today's show. This is my wrap-up segment. I call it my action items. And basically what I'm going to do is summarize what we talked about uh, throughout the show, kind of pick out three things that I think are kind of some key important well, they're all important, but just maybe some things that you can really focus on that you can put into motion uh, today. 
Um, before I launch into those three things, I want to also say that if you'd like to have a phone call with me, call's free, 30-minute phone call. would love to hear from you. Um, answer any questions you've got about your planning or maybe an investment idea, things like that. Uh, maybe something you heard on the show that you'd like me to clarify as well. Um, especially if you are if you are facing retirement here pretty quick and you want to make sure that you are on the right track, I'd love to hear from you. I want you to visit patrickmcnally.com. Again, the call is free. Um, just click on the button, reserve a time on my calendar, a day and a time. I will call you, and um, and don't worry. It's not like a timeshare presentation or something. I'm not going to lock the door on you and twist your arm into doing something. No, 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 no. Just a good conversation and get the answers that you're looking for. So go to patrickmcnally.com to do that. You can also pick up a copy of my book and some of the different reports and things that I'll be putting on there for the month of April because uh, we're talking about retirement planning. So with that, I'm going to launch into uh, my action items here. Number one, what is your vision for retirement? That's something we talked about in that first segment as one of the key items. What is your focus? What is, what are your, you know, and that can encompass a lot. What does that vision look like? What are your dreams? And it needs to be your vision, not something you, you know, you know, not trying to follow what somebody else is doing necessarily, like on TV or in a magazine. You can get ideas from that for sure, but what is yours? You know, what, what are the, the things that you want to do? And a lot of times, you know, we get so caught up with listening to other opinions about what we should do. Um, we lose track of like, no, I don't really want to do that. I want to, you know, splurge on dinners during the week, even though so-and-so is telling me, you know, you shouldn't be out there spending $3 on a latte, whatever. I'm going to spend $3 on a freaking latte because I love them and that's going to be part of my retirement because I like them. I don't know where that came from, but it just came out. So having fun looking at your vision. I would also say this, write it down. You know, we can have these things swirling around in our heads, but a lot of times if you write them down and you can look at them on a daily basis, you can focus on them and remind yourself, you know, about the things that you worked hard for all these years to get to and that you want to see them, you know, come to fruition, if you will. So your vision for retirement. Number two, what kind of retirement? Do you have or do you want to have? Is it going to be a full retirement, a part-time retirement? Are you going to you know, phase into retirement or front-loaded? I threw a barrage of different things at you there. But again, in that first segment, kind of talked about some of the different things that people do. Um, if you're the kind of person that can just you know, work for 40 years and all of a sudden hang up, you know, hang up the boots and be done with it and you know, be retired, well, good for you. A lot of people aren't doing that these days. They're like, no, nah, I'm getting bored. I got to do something. So we sometimes call that phasing into retirement or a part-time retirement. And maybe that's with your current job. If you can consult or maybe do the same work that you're doing, um, but maybe just have more flexibility over your schedule. I think it's worth asking your employer, you know, maybe HR, if there's such a position that you can do that. But also be mindful of the planning that comes with that, with Social Security benefits and some other areas um, of your planning to make sure that you're not penalized for different things. That's what I would say there for you. Number three is working on having a healthy body as well as a healthy mindset. Now, this show is mainly on the mindsets. You know, um, even in my mailbag segment, one of the one of the, uh, the the comments there was about having just a, a, a unique and happy outlook on life. 
the studies have been done, guys, that if you maintain your health, you're gonna you're gonna have a better retirement. You know, it's even in my tagline. It's all about the health, wealth, and freedom to live your dream retirement. Health is number one there, and it's there for a reason. If you can maintain that health, you'll keep more of that wealth, which allows you to do the things in retirement that you want to do. So along with the healthy mindset comes a healthy body, you know, making sure you're staying active. And all this, you kind of see how all this works together. You know, if you if you want you want to have that health lifestyle so that you can go do the things. If you want to travel, you want to be able to do those things without, you know, being sore 24-7. Or, you know, you want to be able to climb those stairs to the museum or play on the floor with the grandkids. So whatever that looks like for you, health does play into that. Okay, guys, so here's my preview for next week. This next week, I'm going to be talking about how to roll over your 401k without the IRS taking 50% of it? So that's a big question for a lot of people. I want to make sure that I move my life savings over, but I want to make sure I check all the right boxes so I don't get a bunch of taxes taken out. So that will be the focus on my show. Thank you for listening, and with that, I'm going to say I wish you the best in retirement. Have you seen a-